And one of the greatest miracles that's happened in our lives is that born-again experience, which we oftentimes don't think of it as a miracle. Welcome to today's teaching on Today Forward. As we understand all that God has provided for us, we can learn how to put our past behind us and move today forward. And now here's Mitch and Terry. We now have the Spirit of God living within us, and Paul has been instructing us that we do not want to be ignorant of understanding that there are spiritual gifts that will flow and operate in our life. And we see this in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, starting with the first verse. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. He wants us to be informed, doesn't he, Terry? And usually when he says he doesn't want them to be ignorant, they were ignorant. (laughs) But these gifts are available, and you have to know that they're there and available. The gifts operate solely upon the will of the Holy Spirit that lives within us. And what we're wanting to do is recognize when the Holy Spirit wants to function in this realm. Let's jump down to verse 7, and this will give us an explanation that the Holy Spirit is the one in charge of the manifestations of the gifts working in our life. Verse 7, To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same Spirit, and to another the faith by the same Spirit, and to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the ability to distinguish between spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. Verse 11, all these are empowered by one and the same Spirit, the Holy Spirit, who apportions to each one individually as he wills. And this is important to realize, it's the Holy Spirit performing this function. What we'll be discussing now is the gift of miracles. I want to go back where you started, that verse 7, and I have it here in the Amplified, and it says, but to each one is given the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, the evidence and the spiritual illumination of the Spirit. That's what this Holy Spirit is always trying to do is bring forth who he is, who we are in him. And one of the greatest miracles that's happened in our lives is that born-again experience, which we oftentimes don't think of it as a miracle. You know, I really didn't think of it as a miracle until recently. I believed it was supernatural, but I never thought of it as being a miracle It's a miraculous happening. And when you shared that with me, it just kind of set me back in my seat. I just was, yeah, it truly is. We're born again as new creatures in Christ. God himself has come to indwell us. And it's his Holy Spirit now that lives in us and wants to push up out of us. (laughs) I like to put it that way. He's in us. We're still in this flesh, but he wants to flow out of us. And that's one of the greatest miracles. So if you think you've never experienced a miracle and you're born again, you have. Truly born again. And so that's the question to ask. Do you believe in miracles? 
And if not, you need to question your salvation. Wow, that's pretty strong, but yeah, think about it. What was this miraculous thing that happened, and you really had nothing to do with it? Someone shared this knowledge of the Word of God with you, and something inside of you, this miraculous supernatural transformation happened because you believed it. Isn't this the definition of a miracle? The definition is, we have nothing to do with it. It's supernatural. It's all by God. It's God's power. It's God's power working in us and through us. So it's God's desire that believers come to an understanding of the spiritual gift of miracles. The reason we want to have this understanding is so we can combat unbelief, so we can deal with sin in our life, so we can bring people that are unbelievers to the knowledge of God, because it's supernatural. It's a miracle. So the miracle flows through us supernaturally to reach others. And that flow is God himself. Yes. When we understand our born-again experience that we were spiritually dead and now we're spiritually brought back to life by the power of the Holy Spirit, by this miracle. We have to believe the Holy Spirit lives within us. This is a miracle. He's transforming our life right now, each individual's life that has been born again. This is the function of the Holy Spirit. This is the gift of miracles that lives within us. Right now, Terry. Whoa. When you begin to meditate upon this new life in Christ that's in you, this Spirit of God, this flow that can be released through your life, then you can begin to understand miracles. You're this creature in Christ And when you can get that concept and walk in that supernatural realm, raise your gaze, (laughs) look up, and get away from the circumstances and situations that you see yourself in, in the natural, in the physical, and understand that there's this supernatural power of God in you that you technically have nothing to do with. What you have done is accepted that gift and began to renew your mind. You're reading scripture, just like we're reading right here, and learning about what this tremendous gift is. What we're wanting to do, isn't it, Terry? We're just trying to do a building block here. That's it. With understanding the miracle that took place in your life, our lives, is the born-again experience. This is the miracle. It's happened to Anyone who's had a truly born-again experience, who has accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. And this is the beginning of understanding miracles. When you have this grasp in your mind of understanding, this is a miracle. This is supernatural. This is of God. This is not by man. Man cannot save himself. This is what the gospel is all about. And it was all by the power of God orchestrating all this 
And this is what we need to, to remember when we're discussing the gifts of the Spirit. It's all supernatural when you're talking about the gifts of the Spirit. We're just trying to introduce here the understanding that there has been a miracle in your life, and it took place the moment you were born again. And now the other miracle is the Holy Spirit living within you and giving you the power. Because we've already talked about the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge. All those are supernatural gifts given from God. Why? So we can combat evil. The gifts of the Spirit are simply for combating evil and to bring glory and honor to God and to reach others for Christ. Make disciples. Precisely. That is so cool. And there's so much to be learned from Scripture, and it's all by believing. It's all by believing. And that's what we're talking about. Terry, what we're trying to do, and this is what the Lord wants to do, is folks to get an understanding, a revelation of the gifts of the Spirit operating in their life. People can grasp the miracle of salvation. Now we're going to go a little deeper here in understanding that we have power and authority over Satan to combat him, to fight sicknesses, to fight sin. And I think the biggest one of all is binding the forces of Satan, of the demonic activity that flows in our life. This is a miracle that we have the power and authority, and here's where I may lose some folks, is in casting out demons and laying hands on the sick, and they will recover. You know, that's already been accomplished at the cross. What our responsibility is, is to believe it. That power of God that bound Satan means he's already bound because Jesus came and destroyed Satan. He's just trying to convince us that it hasn't happened. That's all Satan's ploy is. He's just trying to deceive us. It's all he's got. I understand, yes, he's the prince and the power of this world. But we are no longer a part of this world. We've been translated into another kingdom. That's what we need to wrap our minds around. Yes. That we are no longer part of this world. We belong to the Father. And we receive our orders from the Father through the Holy Spirit. And He's given us power and authority over Satan. And we see this in Mark chapter 9, verses 39 through 40. And I never thought about this before, but I was asking the Lord to give me some revelation on how to teach about miracles. And this was the scripture that he brought to my mind. And we have to remember, it's supernatural. It's, it's by God. We have nothing to do with it. It's a supernatural intervention of God's power over natural law. That's a good explanation of there it. There you go. Very good. And what we're seeing here, all God wants us to do is to step out in faith and believe. It goes back to 1 Corinthians chapter 12, first verse. Paul does not want us to be ignorant. That's exactly right. He wants us to understand. And all God's requiring from us is to believe what we're reading and step out in faith. So what I'm about to read here in Mark chapter 9, step out in faith and believe this. That this is available to us Today. As believers. Yes. Yes. I can give you an example from the from the life of our Savior, Jesus Christ. He walked on water. 
He fed 5,000. That was a supernatural intervention in the natural law. And we can go back into the Old Testament. Yes. The parting of the Red Sea, the plagues in Egypt. All those things were supernatural. Man had nothing to do with it, but man was sensitive to the instructions of God. He says, you have confidence in me because you have nothing to do with this. You just rely upon me. I am going to move when I deem it necessary in my timing, not yours. That's right. And we're going to read this in Mark chapter 9, verse 38. Now John answered him, saying, Teacher, we saw someone who does not follow us casting out demons in your name. And we forbade him because he does not follow us. But Jesus said, Do not forbid him, for no one who works a miracle in my name can soon afterwards speak evil of me. For he who is not against us is on our side. Jesus called casting out demons a miracle. And when we understand what a miracle is, that it's supernatural, it's by God. And this unknown person operated in faith, believing what he had heard from Jesus. And it was God's power. Yes. Not the individual. It was God's power. But the individual believed. Keyword. <laughs> it's all believing. Yeah, it is. It so is. if you have doubt and unbelief that miracles are working today, or if you believe the gifts of the Spirit have been done away with, then you're not believing. So how can anything function in your life? That's exactly right. And that's all we're saying. That's huge. Because if you're ignorant, I go back to that first verse again. If you're ignorant and you believe those gifts no longer exist, then how can they operate in your life? If you're ignorant in understanding the Holy Spirit being within you, if you don't believe He's there, then how is He going to operate in your life? See, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. This is how it operates. It's all by faith and believing. But we don't operate those gifts. I can't say this enough. We do not operate those gifts. It's the Holy Spirit that operates the gifts. We just want to grow and be sensitive. And it may be one time that you lay hands on someone to pray for them. And you know, if these things are available, well, let me just talk about an automobile. Okay, I think I can get around in an automobile. You go out and sit in the seat and grab the wheel. Don't have a key. You're not going anywhere. You have to read the owner's manual. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> to have an understanding of what you now have, what you possess. And the key that'll start this supernatural life flowing out of you is the Word of God. We have to have faith in what we're reading. That's it. You begin to read it, it'll begin to grow. Goes back to the parable of the parable of the sower planting the seed. You got to get the seed in the ground so it can grow. This word of God will grow in you. And here's something to keep in mind: our emotions tell us differently. Our emotions tell us this is not real because I can't see it. Right away, that causes unbelief. Yes, that's the point. That's why we are to believe what we're reading and not rely upon our emotions. We have to believe. We have been empowered by the Holy Spirit to have authority over demonic activity. We have to believe this. And as I read the scriptures, I believe it, but 
sometimes I just don't understand. You know, I'm filtering this through my carnal, my, my fleshly realm. Go back to the car. Once you realize that there's a key and you can start the engine in the automobile, it still isn't going to take you where you want to go until you understand the mechanics of it. you got to understand how it works. And, and you just take it by faith that, well, once I pull the lever down and put it by this little D, it's going to go somewhere. That's the way we do with the Word of God. You're having faith. Yes. You don't know how it works. I don't know how a transmission in a car works, but I know it works. Once you begin to understand that the Word of God works, you're going to get hungry for it. You're going to see things begin to happen. All because of the Word of God, of reading the manual. We're wanting to come to an understanding, come to a revelation that what I'm reading is from God, and I'm not going to allow my emotions and my thoughts to dictate differently. Because the moment I do this, it puts doubt and unbelief in there, and therefore I'm not able to hear from God then, because I'm having this doubt and unbelief. If we can understand that God has equipped us with the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit in our life to combat the world, these are just simply tools for us to survive and fight this spiritual warfare that we're going through. We're going to live a victorious life. Not just survive, but live. He's promised us in His Word abundant life. As we begin to understand all that He's given us, this life that seems mundane becomes alive. You're renewing your mind to this whole new concept of living and having the power of God in you and flowing out of you. And that takes some reading of the Word and, and meditating and getting revelation and saying, yeah, this is really true. We have eternal life because of this supernatural intervention of God into our lives. We just want to be receptive to That's the right. Holy Spirit is all we're wanting to do. We're wanting to receive revelation from God so we can reach others. We're not the manufacturer. We're the distributor. <laughs> I love that. God's the power behind all of this. We've got this way of thinking that this life is all about us and the short-lived blink of an eye time we're on this earth. And it's not. It's not that at all. It's this opportunity to have this relationship with our Creator God through believing in Him and then having that power of God flow out of us. That's why we're supposed to be dead to this world and alive to Him. Terry, I think the biggest problem we have with believing in the gifts of the Spirit with miracles and healings is the outward manifestation of it. For some reason, we have a difficult time accepting this. The outward manifestation of the Holy Spirit wants to get people's attention. He wants to set people free. He wants to demonstrate, I'm here on earth right now. Yeah. But for some reason, we have a, a mental block to it. Satan has lied to us, wrong teaching, whatever it may be. But we do believe in miracles to a certain degree. It's just a matter of how deep you want to go. And one of the other miracles is 
that I can think of is Romans chapter 8, verse 26, where the Holy Spirit intercedes on our behalf through prayer. That is a miracle. He's interceding on our behalf, lifting prayers up that we know nothing about. We don't even know what to pray for. Yes. That's a miracle. But we have faith and believe in this, don't we? Sure. But for some reason, we do not have faith in believing. Well, you know what it is. We think we're acting like God. But we're really not. When you have a full understanding of how this operates, it's supernatural. And God's just working through man. He's always worked through man, hasn't he, Terry? Always. He gave his authority to men. Yes. Over this earth. That's the point we're trying to make. He's given man power and authority. He's working through us. But where we make a mistake, thinking, I'm not like God. I know I'm not God. And I think that's why we shy away from the gifts of the Spirit. And so when we shy away from the gifts of the Spirit, we become helpless. And nothing happens. Nothing happens. And that's what Satan wants. Sure. Satan wants you to think you're helpless and powerless and have no authority over him. So Satan can mess with your mind all day long. You're right on. It's just Satan messing with us. We, oh, now you think you're God. No, I don't think I'm God. But I know that he's given me the power and authority to use his word and use his name. So you get out of here because <laughs> you're a defeated foe. When we understand the anointing, the anointing we now have through Christ. Yes. Luke 4.18 comes up again. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yes. Luke 4.18. Well, I've been anointed to preach the gospel, the good news. I've come to set the captives free, to mend the brokenhearted, to set at liberty those who are oppressed. And how did this all take place? This is why we have the example in the gospels and in the writings of Paul and Peter and James and John we see the gifts of the Spirit flowing through them. They didn't flow every day for miracles, but they still flowed as the Holy Spirit deemed it necessary. And this is what we need to keep in mind. They haven't been done away with. When we go back to that scripture in Luke, you just quoted from memory. <laughs> Satan's going to say, well, you're just acting, thinking like you're Jesus. Well, we are acting like Jesus, but it's him that's moving. It's not us. I got to go back to that scripture again. It's no longer us that live, but Christ lives in us. Truly amazing that his power is flowing through us because he's given us the authority to use it. As you were talking there, Terry, the Lord brought to memory this scripture in Ephesians chapter 5, first verse. Therefore, be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love. We are to be imitators of God, walking in love, understanding what we now have in Christ. We could go back and start talking about all the fruit and everything that's in us now because of that newborn again experience, that miraculous experience that took place in our lives when we became born again. What the Holy Spirit wants is for the, the listeners to meditate upon what we were discussing about miracles, about the gifts of the Spirit. He wants them to grow. He wants them to have an understanding. It is the Spirit of God doing the work and not you. 
And as you yield yourself to this understanding, this faith walk, you begin within yourself to be set free. And the more you're set free, the more you can minister to others. You can reach them by a word of knowledge, by wisdom, by discerning of spirits, by miracles flowing through you, by simply walking in faith. I'll give you the faith. And this is what he's wanting to instruct us in. He does not want us to be ignorant. He wants each and every one of us that are believers to step out in faith, to receive your own revelation. So he can work through you for your purpose here on earth right now.